Welcome back to another episode of Throwing Hands. I am your host, Danny Guzman, a.k.a. Danny Tarantino. And, yeah, we're coming off of a big fight card. UFC 273 was this past weekend, and it was dope. It was good. You know, it was a good weekend. I spent uh, that Saturday, and I watched the whole card. I, I like to watch the entire card, early prelims, all the way up to the main card. And uh, it was dope. You know, I started off the day I streamed for a couple hours. Play some Warzone with the boys. If uh, you guys don't already follow me on Twitch, Danny underscore Tarantino. I don't stream as much as I used to. I try to when I can, but between the two podcasts and work and everything else in between, um, the, you know, I do it when I can. But it was, a, it was a good card. Dope card. I watched the whole thing. You know, I was chilling, doing laundry while I was watching it. So when I had to go downstairs, I would just take my phone and watch it downstairs while I was you know, moving the clothes around and stuff, but it was, it was dope. It was good. You know, I had, a I had the upstairs to myself because my girlfriend had her cousin over. They were hanging out, you know, having their time together, chilling downstairs, having a couple of drinks. So while they were downstairs, I was upstairs watching the fights and going crazy. They could hear me from downstairs while I was yelling at some of the fights, you know, it was great. And the one that they, I was yelling about the most was Alexi Olenek. You know, he got Vandera in that hard scarf, baby. You know what I mean? Pulled off a great win. Um, Vandera had his back and was he was looking good, you know. Uh, but Alexi's a monster. He pulled that submission off, and I was super hyped watching that. Even though I did pick Vandera on that fight, I was still happy that Alexi pulled that off, though, because it was great. It was a great win. Um, he's, he's a legend, man. He's dope. He's dope. You know, he's he's got that old man strength, and he just pulled that shit off, so... Shout out to Alexi. Dope-ass win. Another standout from that night for me, uh, Mike Mallet. You know, uh, he hit Mickey Gall with a nasty left and folded him for a TKO win. I had Mickey Gall on that one, but I wasn't upset with this because it was great. It was a great win. Clean shot. Took him out. You know, he also shouted out his coach's GoFundMe uh, to raise money for his daughter who has cancer, man, she's a young girl, I believe she's only, what, like, 14, around there, 15, maybe, and, uh, which sucks, man, it's terrible, um, but yeah, he shouted out the GoFundMe, uh, for his coach's daughter to raise money, and he also vouched to donate his bag for the fight, which, which is dope, which is amazing, you know, it was 10 grand for his show up, he, he I believe it was 10 and 10, so it was 10 to show, 10 to win, so he donated half his bag, which which is dope. And uh, you know, and Dana said, you know, keep your money. I'll put up your ten, and I'll, I'll donate it on your behalf. And which is fucking dope. Shout out to Dana. Shout out to the UFC. 
uh, I think I'm believe I believe he still was like, oh, that's fine, thank you so much, I appreciate it, but I'm still gonna donate my ten. The same way uh, Bryce Mitchell did with his when Dana was like, I'll do it for you, and he was like, well, I, I'm still gonna do it because I said I was gonna do it, you know, which is dope. It's amazing, and you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of him now. That was dope. You know, welcome to the UFC, Mike. You know, uh, welcome to the show, baby. That was tight. And then um, Anthony Hernandez was fucking dope. He was great. That was a uh, that was a really good showing. I thought he looked good. You know, he um, it was a good fight. I was I was really really into that one. At first, I was kind of thinking like, oh man, this is one of the you know, I wouldn't say the best fight of the night. But it was it was a great fight at the time. I was like, wow, this is awesome, you know. And I thought Josh Fremd was gonna was gonna take it at first, you know. I don't I don't remember. I think I did go with Hernandez on my left um, on my last picks, but I'm not sure if I did. I think I did, but it was a great fight. You know, he's looking good, and then he said he's in this for the title. You know, he's made he wants to get the belt. He's coming for the strap. So we'll see. You know how he how he keeps going up from here. Hopefully it's up. Um, Raquel Pennington, man, she beat Aspen Led. She finished that fight with a broken hand and was still throwing that hand. She was still throwing it. She's a fucking monster, bro. She came out. She came out with the wind and it was great. She looked great. And it's always entertaining to see her fight. I'm a, I'm a fan. You know, I don't know if you guys seen my tweet, but I was like, you know, she's the shit. I love Raquel Pennington. She's dope. She came off with that win. She's a monster. She's a fucking warrior, dude. Fighting the rest of that fight with a broken hand like that. So, shout out Raquel Pennington. You you ruined. And the big fight everybody was hyped for on this one, including me, uh, Hamza versus versus Burns. Uh, that was probably fight of the year. You know, one of them, a contender for sure. Crazy fight. Um, you know, that was a it was an absolute banger, man. Gilbert Burns. Went out there and showed everyone why he's the number two welterweight in the world and did not back down from Hamza. You know, he stood his ground and exchanged with him. It was it was great. He dropped him, which was fucking insane. I was on the edge of my seat. I was fucking yelling, going crazy. It was such a good fight, you know. And as far as Hamza, <clears throat> you know, I said this was going to be his first real test, and it was. I was right. I was right about that part. But I'm not going to lie. I... You know, I didn't give Burns as much credit as I should have, given the fact that I am aware of how talented this man is and just how fucking much of a monster he is. I did get caught up in the hype, and and don't get me wrong, you know, I still am on that hype train for Hamza. You know, I'm a fan. I think he is the future, and I think he will be champ for sure. Um, eventually, he'll be champ. You know, I don't know. Kamaru Usman is the pound for pound best in the world right now is amazing and uh you know i think i don't think this takes anything away from hamza at all i think people are still on that not still on him you know all it did was show that he's human you know he's not the fucking terminator he's not you know he and that also he has one hell of a chin you know dana dana had also had said that uh colby is probably the next fight for him and i think if he does get that fight he needs more of a plan for him. You know, Hamza didn't seem to really have a plan for Burns. It was more just like, I'm going to go out there and smash him the way I did everyone else so far. And even his coach was yelling at him in his corner, like, don't go in there brawling. You're going in there brawling. Stop trying to be entertaining. You know, like, 
keep him at distance. He had he has an advantage in reach on Burns. He could have kept him at distance, just jabbed him, played you know had like a what people would say a boring fight. You know, kept the jabs one by points. But and his coach telling him like you're getting caught with these hits. Don't go brawling like that. But that's what he did, and it I mean it was entertaining for us as viewers, which is dope. But that isn't gonna work with Kobe. You know, I, it gave it gave him trouble with Burns, but I think I think Ham, if Hamza Hamzat goes into that with a solid game plan, a plan of attack, does his homework, you know, his coaches do their thing because he has a great team. He has a great team. His coach is great. Um, you know, I think if he goes in with a solid plan of attack, he can he can beat Colby. Uh, now, Usman. I don't know. I don't know if he's 100% ready for Usman. You know, I know Usman and Edwards have that fight coming up whenever Usman is healed from his uh, surgery on his hand. But, you know, whether it is, whether Leon Edwards does come up with that win, I believe that's kind of an easier fight for Hamza. But Kamaru, I, I think he has problems. You know, especially with the way he looked that night. Not saying he didn't look good. It was great. You know, I definitely, you know, some people were like, oh, Burns won that. I I seen, you know, no, I I think for sure Hamzat won. For sure. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't see him beating Kamaru right now. But I'm sure, like I said, if he has a plan, if he sticks to it, then yeah. Don't go out there expecting a brawl against Kamaru Usman and Kobe Covington because that's not going to work. That's not going to work for you. But, hey, the hype is real. He was the number 11 guy, beat the number 2 guy in the world. Now he is currently ranked number 3. And I, I'm still on the train, baby. I, like I said, he's going to be the champ eventually. It's, it's a matter of when. Uh, then Jan versus Sterling. Man, that fight. Uh, you know, I I had said, you know, that I in my, in my breakdown for the last, for this card, I had said, you know, Jan, I was going for Jan. Because I think Jan is a fucking amazing fighter. Like I said, he takes the first round or two to figure you out. And then he just, just picks you apart in the later rounds. That, uh, you know, Sterling did his thing. He, I'm glad he earned earned it. You know, because I know him and, you know, Ray Longo had even said, you know, like he felt like, yeah, you're the champ, but you didn't really earn it. The same way he, same way Sterling was like, you know, of course, he has to talk his talk, you know, his talk his shit because he's the champ, right? But the same way, like, when he threw the belt off of him, he, he knows he didn't get it the right way. No one wants to get the title that way. No one wants to win that way. So it was dope to see him actually win it and where people could say, oh, yeah, you earned it. Um, even though that's probably not the case because people are saying that he didn't win, including Dana White. He said that. He thought the judges got that wrong and that he had it going the other way to Jan. Even Jan was like, oh, no, I got robbed. I didn't see it that way. You know, the only... I see Sterling winning rounds two and three, for sure. Dominated on the ground. Didn't really get, like, in the best positions, but he was dominating them. He kept them down there. And Jan, I would give him round four, for sure. Five... Five, I w it was a bit close for me, but I would, I guess I'd still go Jan, and it just it just goes down to that first round, where, you know, going by their standards, I would say Sterling won. So I say it was a good call. I don't think he was robbed. 
uh, you know, he earned this one. He could talk his shit freely. The only reason why, and I had went bad on him on a, on an episode. It was when, it was when Jan was fighting Sanhagen for the interim title, because I was I was like, man, you you know he didn't earn it, and I was like I had said, I like Sterling, I like Sterling. I was just like, you didn't really earn it, and you're talking all this shit, you know, just chill. But um, but yeah, I mean, he now I'm like, you earned this one, enjoy it. Which is dope. So shout out Sterling. He called out TJ Dillashaw. And I think that's going to be a dope ass fight. I'm excited to see that fight. I hope that fight does happen. Whenever TJ is uh, done recovering from his injury. From his fight with with uh, Sanhagen. Um, yeah, it's going to be dope. So, I mean, shout out Sterling. <clears throat> you know, uh, you're the champ. No one can take that away from you, bro. Uh, and then the main event, man. Alexander the fucking great Volkanovski. Versus Korean Zombie. I I called this when I said Volk was going to win. He's not lost a fight in 10 years, bro. He's a fucking beast. I tweeted it out. He's the GOAT when it comes to featherweight. And I think that as far as with Zombie, you know, Zombie's a legend. He... He tried to keep up with, with Volk, but Volk was just tearing him apart, man. Just And Volkanovski, even, uh, Volkanovski even they, they showed this clip where in, in the, was it the fourth round? Where he was like, are you good, bro? Like, are you sure you're okay? And he was like, yep, I'm good. Volk, uh, zombie's just too tough for his own good, man. He's he's the zombie. You know, he, he won't stop coming at you, bro. He does not give up. There is no quitting him. And so shout out to Zombie. I'm so I'm a fan, bro. I love Zombie. I had said it before, but Volk, man, he's a he's the goat. He's the all time goat, hundred percent. You know, and he there is talks that uh, Henry Cejudo said he joined the USADA pool. He wants to fight Volk and wants challenger for the title. Volk was like, you know, you got to show me something in featherweight first before you just challenge me. Also, Volk's talking about moving out to one fifty five. He said he's looking to see what happens with uh, Gaethje and Oliveira in 274 in May and could possibly take down, which I think would be dope. Um, as far as them two, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how he stacks up. I'm not going to count him out. I'm not going to count him out against them because, you know, he's he's fucking dope. And he's, he's a beast. Whatever he says his mind to do, he does it. And... You know, whether he's going to win or not, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, Volk is a monster, bro. I, I would like to see him go go up to 155. I think that would be interesting. Um, at, at, He is at a bit of a disadvantage as far as height, but that doesn't matter. He's a dog. He's a fucking beast. So, shout out Volk, Alexander the Great. Um, I like your YouTube channel, bro. I like cooking with Volk. That shit's tight. So, shout out to Volk. But, yeah, let's get down to breaking this card for this weekend. Uh, UFC Fight Night, Vicente Luque versus Muhammad, bro. Versus, ben ah, damn it. Vicente Luque versus Bilal Muhammad 2. This is going to be dope. 
I'm excited for this. Uh, the entire card on its own isn't like the best, but it is it is good. I'm excited. I'm gonna watch it and watch the whole thing. And um, you know, I just I just like to watch the fights, dude. That's my Saturdays. That's what I do when I'm able to. Let's just watch the fights, all the whole card. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it, man. Uh, first up, we have Haile Alate versus Kevin Kroom. Uh, Kevin Kroom is a he's he's a dog. He's explosive. He does leave himself open a bit though, which is, worries me a little. And how Helio Alatang was winning his last fight until he started grabbing the fence. You know, he did start grabbing the fence, and unfortunately for him, he grabbed the fence and the ref took a point away. And the fight ended up in a draw. So, you know, with Kevin Kroon, like I said, he's a dog, he's powerful. But I think Helio has more power. I'd say, you know, I think if he can slow Kevin down, he can get the W. As long as he ain't over here grabbing fences and shit, I think he can pull this off. I can see him winning it. And the odds are in his favor as well. He's a minus 170, so that's going to be my pick. I'm going highly Alatang on this one. And next up, we have a matchup between Estela Nunez and Sam Hughes. Uh, Sam has had a rough go, and this one is going to be tough as well. Estela is pretty good Muay Thai fighter and uh so the only way i see he was winning is if she can take nunez to the mat and keep her there you know dominate the fight on the other side estella had a tough debut against ariane Can um can't pronounce it carnelosi you know who is strong as shit she's aggressive so i think this fight against sam hughes is a bit easier for nunez so i'm gonna go with estella nunez on this one and i'd say maybe even by tko uh, that'd probably be my bet. I'd put, I'd lock that in the TKO, and Estella is a minus two ten. So honestly, probably not a bad bet on that end. You know, let's get this brave, baby. Uh, next up, we got Trey Ogden versus Jordan Levitt. Uh, Trey Ogden got submitted twice by Thomas Gifford, twice. And if you look at him, despite the losses, he is a good fighter. He has good jujitsu. And Jordan Levitt also does. You know, he has that good jiu-jitsu as well. Uh, it's going to be a grappling match for sure. And originally, I was leaning Jordan Levitt on this one. But I think I'm going to go with Trey Ogden on this. I don't know if he's better overall than Levitt, especially with grappling. But I believe his striking is better. So that's going to be my pick. You know, I believe he... I don't know if he gets a finish. But I believe he can outstrike him. And... So yeah, I'm going with um, going with Trey on this one. He's a minus 130 on that, so pretty close. Not too, not too bad. Next up, we got Chris Barnett versus Martin Boudet. Uh, Chris Barnett is a beast. You know, he's he's pretty quick, pretty agile for a big guy. You know, y'all seen that flip after the win his last fight? He's he's dope. You know, I like him. I'm a fan. Uh, Martin Boudet, he's good. He's good with the grappling. He has better boxing probably than Barnett, I'd say. As well as height, you know, Barnett is a shorter heavyweight. I believe he's what, like five nine. Um, I'm not sure if that'll be a factor, for sure. You know, like I say, he's agile. He's he's got moves, man, for a big dude. He you see the spinning kicks, the fists, all that. He won with that spinning back kick, hit that front flip too, which is amazing. Um, but I do think he can. I do think Martin can outbox Barnett. You know, I don't want to fully count Barnett out because I am a fan. I'm a fan of his, but I think Bidet pulls this off. I think he pulls out this win. 
I don't know if I'm a bit on this just because I don't really want to count Barnett out. So this is a tough one. I might leave this off of my parlay. But if you absolutely were like, Danny, you better fucking pick right now who you can, who's going to win. I would go Martin Boudet. And he is a minus, one to, minus 225 on that. So, you know, it's up to you to decide. I probably would go Barnett. I might do a separate parlay and lock Barnett in just because, you know, we go for the dog. And like I said, I'm a fan, bro. If he can catch up with one of those spinning kicks, it's a wrap. Next up, we got Rafa Garcia versus Jesse Ronson. Uh, Jesse Ronson got busted by USADA. You know, he had those, uh, what are they called? Damn it, I don't know. Whatever John Jones had, you know, pictograms or whatever. That's what he had. He got caught up with. He a little too high. And now he's back. You know, uh, Rafa Garcia was decent against Nasra. You know, it was a short notice fight. And he applied good pressure. Did his thing, but... I think I'm still going to go with Jesse Ronson on this one. Um, actually, you know what? No, scratch that. I'm not going to go Ronson on that. I'm going to go Rafa Garcia. I'm going to stick with Rafa. I think, like I said, he has that pressure. He can apply it to him. He, he can pull this off. So we're going to go Rafa Garcia on that one. I'm locking that one in. So scratch to Jesse Ronson. You know, it was pretty back and forth on this one. But Rafa Garcia, we're locking you in, baby. Next up, we got a matchup between Jakar Close and Brandon Jenkins. Um... You know, I'm, I'm going to go with Jakar on this one off top. So I'll tell you, um, he has great striking. He has great wrestling. He's fought good fighters, and he has that experience. And I believe he just has the better tools and the necessary tools to beat Brandon in this matchup. You know, simple as that. It's just I don't – I just kind of see this as an obvious pick. And, yeah, I mean, it seems like they agree because uh, he's a minus 600. So we can lock that in right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jakar, I don't see that one being close at all. Next up, we got Lena Landsberg versus Penny Kianzad. Uh, Lena, he's, she's an older fighter. You know, Penny is a great boxer, has great grappling. She's, you know, she's fresh, you know, still young and has more experience as well, I'd say. Um, I think she could pull this one off. I'd even say she gets a finish, uh, possibly a submission. I think I'd feel confident in locking in submission on that one and yeah i mean that's a simple one that's gonna be my pick she's a minus 435 as well so i'm going with her by submission next up we got devin clark versus william knight uh devin clark is a wrestler i'd say william knight has the better striking neither one of these fighters are heavyweights though which is weird you know so this is a weird matchup for me and i almost don't want to bet on this one i probably won't i don't know but if I absolutely had to choose, i go Devin Clark. I think the wrestling is there. And if he's able to keep his stamina up and keep Knight on the ground, he wins this one. You know, just dominate him on the ground, keep him there. You could He could pull this off. So, yeah, I'm locking him in. I'm locking in Devin Clark, minus 170. Next up, we got Pat Sabatini versus TJ Laramie. Um, what we have here is it's an easy pick. You know, it's a little, it's, it's sort of a freebie, I'd say. You know, we have two wrestlers here. One is way above the other as far as style and strength and just overall skill. You know, I'm talking about Pat Sabatini. He's, he's got that pressure. He's got the skills, the strength. I'm positive he comes out with the win on this one. You know, and uh, most likely a finish. I'd say a submission for sure. For sure, if I had to choose. Um... You know, TJ Laramie doesn't have the necessary tools to keep up with Pat. 
So I think this is just an easy one right here, man. Plus he's a minus 450. So locking that one in. Pat, don't let me down, man. Next up, we got Myra Silva versus Yenon Wu. Uh, Myra, she has crazy power. You know, she can scrap for sure. You know, you do not want to slip up and get caught with the hit from her. And on the other side, you know, Yenon Wu, she, she doesn't have the best striking. I think Silva has the better grappling as well. You know, Yunamu has only has a win against Lauren Miller, who, you know, from a while ago. So, she needs to win this one. She needs a win, but I don't think she does. I don't think she does it. I don't think she pulls this one off. You know, Myra Silva is a, a fucking beast. So, I think Myra pulls this off 100%. And, I mean, she's a minus 450 on this one, so... If you believe in the dog and the underdog, which I do sometimes, just not in this case. You know, Yenan will you possibly get some money if you pick that. Just like Sterling, people won a bunch of bread off Sterling for last week. So, but Myerson was a dog, so minus four fifty. I'm sticking with her. Next up, Miguel Baiza versus Andre Andre Fialho. Um, this is a good matchup. Two good strikers. You know, they're gonna be going head to head. I think this is gonna be a banger. Andre. Has good boxing. Miguel has good striking as well with some good and uh, some good power, especially in his kicks. I don't really see this going to the ground at all that much. You know, I see boxing versus kicking. And on that note, you know, I'm going to go with Miguel on this. I think he can outbox him. I think um, I think those kicks are going to come in handy, man. So, yeah, locking in Miguel on that. Minus 170 on that, too. So, we'll see how that one plays out. I, I, think, I think that's a lot. For me we'll see next up kyle brahilo versus godzi omar godziev omar godziev damn i struggle with these names man um kyle you know he's pretty good he's got good striking with some power primarily a striker godzi is russian and a wrestler so you know that goes for the most part you know and he's a good wrestler damn good wrestler at that so i think this one is tough to call but if i had to choose i'd go with godzi I'm going to go with the wrestling over the striking on this. You know, I think he'll outclass Kyle and come out with the dub. He's going to wrestle him down keep him there. So I'm going Godzi on this one for a minus 140. Not bad. I think I think that's a lock, though. You know, out of all these, I'd say that's a lock. Then we got the main event. We got Vicente Luque versus Bilal Muhammad 2. You know, they fought a few years back. You know, they fought a few years ago. Luke sent Muhammad to the fucking shadow realm, hit him with that Shang song and took his soul. Um, you know, he's a he's a dangerous man. You know, he's a fucking dog. Uh Bilal Muhammad doesn't have that crazy striking, but what he does have is amazing wrestling. It's really good wrestling. If he can take you down and tire you out, then he can stop your striking. Especially if he is successful in making you run out of gas, which I think he can do. Um you know, I think even though their last fight was years ago, Bilal has fought, has felt that power of Vicente and knows how much of a dog he is and has learned from it. And I think he'll be successful in wrestling him down, you know, keeping him there, pull off this win. So I'm going to go Bilal Muhammad on this. I'm going for the dog, which it's still pretty close. He's a plus 150. It's not too bad. I just feel like he's out for his revenge and he could pull this off. I think, you know, both of them have grown a lot in their career since their last meeting. And I think he's better prepared this time. I can see the wrestling 
being a factor and I'm locking in Bilal Muhammad. I'm going with the dog on this one. Plus 150. There we go. So uh, that's it. That's it for the card. I appreciate you guys coming through. Uh, you know, I like doing these. These are dope. This was this was a good this was a good change for me. I feel like you know doing all UFC on uh, on this podcast is dope. It's something that I really like. What I really like to do. Like I said, that's my Saturdays watching UFC cards. Um, there is also a good Bellator card this weekend, and I want to watch it. I haven't done too much research on. It. I don't I believe Pitbull's fighting this weekend. I'm excited for that card. I will be watching that one as well. I, like I said, I got Showtime, so I can watch these fights. So I'm excited to watch it. I'm gonna be watching Bellator. I will cover it in the next episode, as well as the next UFC card, which I believe is on Draj. I gotta look it up. I believe that's the next one. So we'll be back next week for another one. I appreciate y'all coming through, sticking around, checking out these episodes. If you guys listen to the picks, use my picks. You know we're we're gonna hit eventually. I believe we're gonna hit eventually. We're getting close. Last week wasn't the best, you know. Uh, I also put a separate parlay where I locked in Volk to win by decision. No, I put Volk to win by TKO, which I got. Uh, I put Hamzat to win by submission, which I didn't get, which is dumb because I was like, Gilbert Burns has great crap or whatever. And then I picked um, Jan to win by decision. So... I got one right on this, which was Volk to win by knockout, by TKO. Well, it was knockout, TKO, or submission, I think. So just a finish in general. But, yeah, we're going to get we're gonna get one one of these days. So I appreciate y'all coming through, getting sticky. You know, I know this ain't the Raw Dogs, but hey, shout out, Mike. Shout out to Paulo and C's over at the Hot Minute Podcast. Shout out to Kat, um, all the homies who make podcasts. And shout out to the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker for MVP, y'all. I know y'all seen, y'all seen my Twitter and my Instagram, bro. Let's, let's, let's go for them Valley boys, always. Um. Oh, also, it's different now. Shit is different now. So I almost forgot to bring this up, man. But today I tweeted out. I was I listened to John and John and Nick and Kenny Florian podcast every. I, I, they come out Sundays, but I listen to them on Mondays. And uh, I didn't listen to it yesterday, but I listened to it today at work. <clears throat> and I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm a fan of John Anik, so I tweeted out at John Anik, "You're the goat." That's all I tweeted. About thirty minutes later, he replies to me and puts, "Nah." He replies to me and goes, "Nah, that's you, Danny, with the praying hands emojis." And I was like, "Yo, John Anik knows me. It's different now, you know. Yesterday's price is not today's price." I am printing that shit out and I'm hanging it up on my fucking wall. Shout out John Anik, you are the goat. Um, come come to the podcast, bro. You know, come to the podcast. So whatever, come through. Um, but yeah, I mean, I posted it on my Instagram, retweeted it, and was like, holy shit, John Anik knows me now, bro. So that was tight. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for coming through. Be back next week. Breaking, um, not breaking down, but we'll go over Bellator. As well as the UFC card coming up, which I, like I said, I believe is on Drage. Um, yeah. Later.